This is an SBS audio podcast. SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Settlement Guide, a series where we help you navigate life in Australia. Whether you arrived today, have been living here for years, whether you were born in Australia or planning to move here shortly, this series is for you. My name is Rosa Germian and today we explore the requirements when moving into state. Every year, hundreds of thousands of Australians relocate interstate for work, education, lifestyle, family or better community support. As laws, regulations and service providers may differ around the country, a checklist can help your move go smoother. Australia is a federal nation, so all of the states have different systems, services and laws. So let's get started. The number of people moving interstate is on the increase and people who were born overseas are more likely to move internally than Australian born, according to the Australian Bureau of Statistics. Settlement in a new country involves a significant process of adjustment, so moving interstate can mean settling twice. Public Affairs Manager at Settlement Services Provider, Ames Australia. Laurie Noel says migrants need to revisit the steps they took when they first arrived. Australia is a federal nation, so all of the states have different systems, services and laws. So many of the things that migrants have arranged when they first arrive in Australia in one of the states probably need to be arranged again when they move interstate. Your moving checklist should include registering your change of address with government departments, banks, your state or territory transport authority and other service providers. Mr Noel says most changes can easily be done online. Firstly, and probably most obviously, there's the change of address. People need to change their addresses and not just for their friends, but maybe, you know, with their bank, maybe with Centrelink if they're receiving some sort of payment. If they're on a particular visa, it may require that the immigration department um, are informed of the new address. Medicare needs to know of your current address, and that's true for anyone. So it's, it's also worth thinking about leaving a forwarding address from your old residence as well, so that your mail catches up with you. Pallavi Taka settled in Sydney when she arrived from India, but she then moved to Melbourne for a career opportunity. She recommends having a moving budget to avoid financial surprises. Since it was a big move from one state to another, it was important to have a budget in mind uh, when it comes to moving. We spent around $10,000 on this moving. Uh, Sometimes we just don't give that much importance to budget, but it is important. Given that every state and territory has its own rules and regulation regarding motor vehicle registration and driver license, you will likely need to convert or transfer these documents, and doing so may attract some fees. Obviously, you also need to change your driver's license, and most states offer you 
about three months to do that. And speaking of transport, obviously the road rules are different in each state. Victoria is particularly unique because of the number of trams that are on the road. So it's worth finding out about the you know particular local road rules. Also, public transport systems are different. Ticketing is different. And some places are better served with public transport than others. Voting is compulsory in Australia. Every time you move, you must update your address on the electoral roll or your name could be removed and you will be unable to vote. Mr Noel says the Australian Electoral Commission offers different options to update your enrolment details. You probably need to inform the Australian Electoral Commission of your move and then when you reach the new state, you need to enrol in that state to be able to vote. Technically, it's compulsory to vote. You know, you can be fined if you don't, you know, enrol when you're eligible to. Australia has a national curriculum, regardless of where you live or what kind of school you attend. However, Laurie Noel from Ames suggests doing your research can help you with enrolment as school terms, certificates and subjects vary. If you have kids or even if an adult is involved in training or education, it's worth knowing about you know, the system in the particular state you're moving to. For instance, schools in different states have different term and holiday times. They offer different subjects and courses, so it's worth um, getting your head around that. Palavi Takar also recommends checking with your insurance companies before making the move, as premiums and service providers can differ from state to state. We realise that the insurance company, the health insurance, charge more because of the Victorian laws and regulations. You need to check all your providers who are operating in one state, whether they are able to give you the same in the other state as well, because state to state services differ and uh, the operators differ. Some migrant families look to join cultural community groups to connect with support networks and ask for guidance about their new place of residence. Mr. Carr says she found social media platforms useful to get practical advice. So basically, I posted my query on Facebook and people were nice enough to come out with a lot of suggestions. And it was most important for us that we are close to city. So going to, you know, very far suburbs was ruled out. Apart from community forums, Mr. Noel says settlement service providers and migrant resource centres can also assist. Government has a uh, translation and interpreter service that's available and free to people. That's also accessible online. And if you approach local migrant resource centres or organisations like AIMS in, in Victoria, they can help you with these issues. It's important to remember that Australia has some of the strictest quarantine laws in the world, and these also apply when moving interstate. It's recommended to leave behind plants, animal products and agricultural equipment which may be banned. For more information, check out the Australian Government's Interstate Quarantine website. Thank you for listening. This episode of The Settlement Guide was written and produced by Harita Mehta and edited by me, Rosa Germian. Until next time. sbs.com.au slash audio